what's up, everyone, and welcome to Geek Speak, the podcast. I'm your host, Sydney, and today I have Ken and Christian with me. Hey, what's up, Ken and Christian? How's it going, Sydney? So today is an awesome day because we're going to be talking about pay-per-click, a.k.a. PPC. So, guys, tell me a little bit about what PPC is. Yeah, for sure. But before we even get into that, I just want to point out something about Christian just to to open things up a little bit. I just want to ask our viewers, this is completely unrelated, but Christian sleeps with his contacts in (laughs) and it's been word around the office and everyone thinks it's weird and not safe. And this is actually Christian's intervention. (laughs) Yes. So we just wanted to throw that out there. We wanted everyone's opinions and thoughts on that so leave a comment below exactly (laughs) well even though christian doesn't have the best knowledge of optical health he definitely has a lot of knowledge on ppc so nice that's good yes Um, okay so who wants to start what is ppc we'll let the master over there start us off then (laughs) all right thank you ken he wears glasses today yeah yeah (laughs) so ppc basically means pay-per-click which is just another way to refer to any kind of digital advertising on, on a platform right we're talking about facebook we're talking about google we're talking about snapchat anybody who has an advertising platform mm-hmm. um you know that's that's what we're talking about you know pay-per-click is super important just because that's where everybody is it's on the internet it's you don't take yellow page ads anymore i mean i guess you can still but you know but who does that yeah <laughs> not, it's not money wisely spent you know people still do billboards and, and they've gotten a little bit better on tracking stuff like that but you know just digital ads is really nothing better than having your ad on Facebook on Google on these different platforms because you can see all the metrics like you can see exactly how many people clicked on your ad you can see how much you paid for each click you can see how engaged they were because you can check the uh, bounce rate to see how long they were on your website where Mm -hmm. else they went on your website afterwards you know it's really the only way to advertise in this day and age and uh i don't know kenny if you want to add yeah to bounce off that too not even just the tracking aspect too but just the ability to target specific personas um through pay-per-click so obviously each different platform is going to have different capabilities but if you go to say google you're basically specifying what you want people to go in and type what keywords you want them and you're bidding on those keywords so each industry is going to have a different benchmark in terms of what you're spending in terms of the actual clicks themselves but let's just say that your business is more B2B and you got to target people within an industry. You can go on LinkedIn. You could target specific companies. You could start target specific industries, job titles. Um, on Facebook, you could target people who are interested in dogs, for instance, if you're selling dog toys. So, I mean, there's so many different capabilities and personas that you can build within all of these different platforms that not only are you going to get the trackability in terms of, hey, we had this many impressions and clicks, but we also got this many form submission sales, whatever it is, all directly from that while targeting a very specific person instead of just throwing a billboard up and just hoping for the best of, hey, anyone who's driving by is like, they might call after seeing this, but you don't know if they're going to be interested in what your service is. That sounds like really interesting. <laughs> Can we go into a little bit of how it works? Because I'm still trying yeah. to wrap my head about how it Yeah, works. so each platform is obviously going to be a little bit different. We'll start with kind of Google keyword search because that's always kind of like the the one that everyone's interested out of the gate. So the way Google works is on our end, we'll upload a list of keywords that we want to bid on. And if we're just going to use an, an industry, for example, like a swim school. So you have a local swim school. 
we get to pick what locations we want to target, whether that's specific towns, specific counties, um, a radius around a given location. And we're basically telling Google if someone's in that location and they type in this keyword, we want our ad to show on the top of the Google's result page. And when a search like that does happen, there's a behind the scenes auction that goes on for every Google search. And you've got multiple companies and um, bidding on that keyword. And if yours is the highest bid, you'll show on the top. If you have the second highest bid, you come in second. And you're not paying for it just to show there. That's just an impression. But when someone actually clicks on the ad, you're going to spend a penny more than the person below you's bid. So if I bid $5 and Christian bids $3, if I'm on top, I'm going to get that click for $3.01. Oh, wow. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Um, and so Kenny talked a little bit about Google. And so we can also target like different um, things like on Facebook. So we're not talking about keywords anymore on Facebook. We're talking about demographics. Um, and a lot of people don't know how detailed we can get. Even even recently, Facebook's taken away some things, but we can still target um, a lot. You know, we can still target fans of a certain page. We can still target you depending on the area that you're in. We can still target you depending on the interest that you've shown. So, you know, if you've most people go through Facebook, they like certain pages, they like maybe Seth Rogen films or whatever have you. You start putting you into these pockets of interest. Why Seth Rogen? I'm just curious. What, Seth? <laughs> I don't know. He's top of mind. Seth All right. Rogen's my guy. I saw The Lion King. He was really good in The Lion he King. He was really good in Lion King. <laughs> That's probably what it was. So there's these different pockets that they can put you in, and then they start kind of mapping out people like you know of your interest and also targeting similar people um people similar to you as well so like for instance if we have like um a company that's been collecting emails from our customers right uh we can then plug that into uh facebook and facebook will check everybody who has a facebook profile with that email and then we can also target people that's similar to them so say uh, Sydney, you're into dance. You're into I'm gonna I'm gonna stereotype makeup. You're into <laughs> wow, different different things, right? And, and, and a long list of stuff that you enter into your Facebook. And then people will look. Uh, Facebook will look for people like you uh, in you know same age group, in the same interest brackets, uh, you know, in the same area. That hey, just because you're a shopper at. Maybelline, <laughs> <laughs> maybe you'll be interested in this other product that other people similar interests have as well that we can target, right? So all that stuff is useful and people give all this free information to Facebook and that's why Facebook's so valuable because it has all this treasure trove of just information that people are just giving it. Yeah, and th those are real effective strategies. Anytime you can supply an actual email list and do that lookalike audience off of just mm -hmm. because the longer the list, obviously, the better because it gives Facebook more data to work off of. Yeah. And the more data they have to work off of, the more like precise their profile is going to be. So like, if you gave me an email list of like 100, it's not going to be nearly as effective as an email list of 1,000 because Facebook, A, the actual emails on the list have to be in Facebook's database. So like, if you give me all work emails, people don't really log in with their work emails on Facebook. So like, you got to account for certain things like that. So the audience size isn't going to be the true size of the list, but the bigger, the better. And um, you can get more granular in terms of like maybe the majority of these people have a specific job title. Maybe 85% of these people have a dog, whatever the case might be. It might not be necessarily like something you would think of that's related to your actual service. But if it's in common and Facebook notices it, it's going to be accounted for within their algorithm. So, mm -hmm. yeah. All right. So 
we talked a little bit about keywords before. Yes. I just want to go into about like how keywords work with PPC. Yeah. So with keywords, again, we're going to get back to this is a big thing on Google. So in Google, there's three different match types. So you've got broad, phrase, and exact. So if I'm going to run on a keyword for starters, I'm never going to bid on very basic keywords. So for example, I'm just going to use the example of cookies. So like, let's just, yeah. So let's just say you've got a client who sells cookies, but like they've got a bunch of different like types of cookies. So like, I'm not just going to go to Google and say bid on the word cookies because that could mean so many different things. If someone goes to Google and just types in cookies or types of long search that includes the word cookies in it. So if we're going to bid on the different match types, the broad is going to account for a longer tail search. So something like where can I find cookies near me? That would show on broad if I'm just bidding on cookies. But if I'm bidding on something like cookie shop, it's also going to be in something, a search like that for broad match. For phrase, it's a little bit more like tight to where like the order of your keywords have to be in like the same order. Um, so again, cookie shop, if you do shops that sell cookies, you'll hit for a broad match, but not phrase. So you got to, you kind of like work your way down and then exact match is exactly that where if I'm bidding on cookie shop, you have to type in cookie shop exactly to have my ad trigger and show. Yeah. So, and it's just another thing that I think we want to mention is not also just whoever has the most money to spend, right? No. So you could be money bags if you want. It's not going to matter. Google is smart enough to realize that, um, uh, you know, they're not going to just give you the top spot on Google. It has to do with your user experience. You know, if Google is sending traffic to your website and the bounce rate is like really bad, say it's like in 90 something percent, meaning as soon as they get there, they, they leave or the on-site time is not good at all. You know, they, they're barely on your uh, landing page for any time and they're leaving. The user experience isn't good. The quality ranking for that ad is not going to be good in return. And so Google isn't just going to let you be on the top of the search results because you're willing to pay $15 a click or what have you. Mm -hmm. You know, you're probably going to have a tough time showing at the top of the list because Google is realizing that when they send people to your website, they're not finding what they, they, they were looking for because a, they're not staying on there long. B, they're not converting, um, and, and it's just not—it's not not giving them a good user experience. So it's not just about who has, who has the most money. Um, you know, you could get pretty—you uh, know—you could get pretty unique in, in your targeting methods as far as you know. Maybe I only have a small budget. Um, you know, don't don't bid on cookies, like yeah. you said. You know, bid on you know chocolate chip, macadamia, raisin, like whatever the specific. <laughs> As specific as you can get that relates to your product, bid on that, and the the cost of that is going to be a lot less. And just to expand on our cookie example, like just to kind of go off of Christian's point there, like the content on your page and the ad copy itself is extremely key. Let's just say Christian owns just a like a general dessert shop, and I'm just a cookie shop. So my pages are obviously speaking to specific cookies directly. His might only reference cookies here or there. So even if he's bidding more than me, like he said. If he's going to a page that's mainly talking about donuts because that's his big seller, mm -hmm. big the quality score is going to be like a lot lower for him to where Google's going to give me a better like push to where like my search impression share is going to be higher, which means I'm going to be eligible to show more often. So just because he's bidding higher on a, the same keyword that I'm bidding on, um, because of that quality score different difference, his ad's not going to show every single time. 
he's obviously more geared to donuts. I'm geared towards cookies, and that's yeah. going to help me out even if my bid is lower. His edge is just simply not going to show every time. Right. And for those people out there with a donut shop that's trying to sell cookies, and they're like, well, then how do I get my ad up there? What we like to do is landing pages, right? Yep. Custom landing pages for whatever service or product you're, uh, you're selling. Because... Well, like Kenny said, you know, if I just send people to my website, it's just a dessert shop. You know, it's not specific to cookies. Yeah. And so we want to have it as customized to cookies as possible. We don't want people getting confused and, you know, thinking they, they clicked the wrong link or whatever have you. So a specific a landing page uh, dedicated to cookies that, you know, it doesn't cost much to, to put a landing page up. You know, we create landing pages here um, dedicated just for that specific service or that specific uh, product that we're trying to sell uh, leads to higher conversion rates. You know, it leads to a better user experience because they they came with their, look. Yep. Mm -hmm. you know, they came and saw what they're looking for. They're not being uh, shown all these other desserts or whatever have you when they clicked on a cookie ad. Yeah. So that's the way you combat, you know, something like that. You want to handhold the user as much as you can through the process. You want to make it, a, it's, it's, it's basically like telling a story you want to just keep it as consistent and relevant to what they typed in on google as possible in the case of a google search obviously different ads you're not going to have that initial keyword to go off of but um that's definitely the easiest to tell that seamless story because you know what the keyword's going to be i like that analogy of telling a story but um how could a business or why should a business utilize ppc yeah you want to yeah, go first? I mean, it's really the best way. It's the best bang for your buck. You, you can, yeah. like I said, you don't have to spend a lot of money. You could get creative with the keywords that you're trying to target. Uh, usually the longer tail keywords are a lot cheaper. Um, so like I said, just get as detailed as possible to your specific product um, to try to get those lower cost keywords. And you don't have to have a large budget, um, but you can easily track everything that you spent and what it got you back. Mm -hmm. I can easily see how many clicks I got. I can easily see how many phone calls I got. You know, as long as, as, long as the, uh, the tracking is set up correctly, um, so like you can, you know, if people are trying to do this at home or whatever, it's not the most user friendly. Um, so you'd want to set up your ads with someone who knows what they're doing. Cause you have to set up, you know, the tracking for it. You have to make sure that your, your forms are, are being tracked when they come from your ad. We want to make sure that your, your phone calls are being tracked when they come from your ad. So then you can easily view the results. Otherwise, if you don't do the setup process correctly, then it's going to be pretty hard to, to differentiate uh, or, or see your results. But as long as the setup process and the tracking is all done correctly, uh, you can see everything that you got in return as opposed to, you know, the old forms of sending out a mailer or something like that. Like you can't really tell, uh, you know, what kind of results or how many people came from those mailers. Even billboards, they'll tell you how many people drove by, but like, you know, that's that no, doesn't, yeah, that it's doesn't like, really yeah. tell you anything. I think it's crazy to think, and I like recently just talked about this with, there was a measurement for marketing and advertising and communication, like public relation that it was like, oh, we just did this, but we don't really know yeah. if it did anything. Yeah. And then now like we have Barcelona principles, which discuss like, this is how many clicked, this is the traffic of the pattern, this is how long they stayed. And it's like, we have such a clear idea about advertising in that way mm -hmm. that yeah. makes it a lot easier for both the user and the advertiser correct yeah billboards and, and other stuff like that i mean i guess you could say like impressions wise or whatever but like you can give me 15 million impressions you don't they, know who those impressions are though yeah, like you don't know who they yeah. are you, you know you don't know how 
you know, if they were even someone you should be targeting in the first place, yep. like, you know, they could be 15 million of the wrong people. Like, exactly. It, it serves me no, you know, it does mean no justice to be targeting just random people like that. And so that's why PPC is good because you, you specifically choose who you want to target on other platforms and you choose, you know, which platform is best for you, right? And so not every not everybody should be doing Google over Facebook or not everybody should be doing Facebook over Google. Some people should be on both. Some people should be on Snapchat some people should be on Pinterest you know it depends on what you're selling if it's very arts and craftsy kind of things where uh, you know Pinterest or very visual platform can help you then that's probably where you should be you know uh, you know there's different types of ads on Google as well you have the text ads and the image ads and you can show video ads on YouTube as well before before YouTube videos show so it all depends but you could get super tailored to your to your targeting and, and you know it's it's just a lot better to be honest yeah, and just to piggyback, just back to your main question of like, why PPC? Like, why you should do it? Immediate visibility is definitely another reason too, for the mere fact that SEO is another aspect of, of what we do here at SEM Geeks. But when you've got, let's just say, like a newer company, like it's going to take time for them to gain authority in Google mm-hmm. for their website and actually kind of get their name out there. I mean, I'll, as an example, Christian used to sell shoes, so like if he wanted to like start that up again, selling shoes what and just start a new. Yeah, what kind of shoes? You know, Jordans, Nikes, the good stuff. All right. Uh, go ahead, Kevin. <laughs> so let's just say he wanted to start that back up again, like right now, gets a new website going. His name's not going to be out there if like you do a Google search for looking for new shoes. So he can get out on Facebook and he could target people interested in Nikes and Jordans and all that fun stuff to where his ad's getting in front of those people who are interested in that and it's immediate. Like he can turn that on right now if he wanted to. Um, as long as he has a spot to send his traffic to, um, he'll get out in front of those people. On the Google side of things, Google ads are taking up like the entire what we call above the fold, where you do a Google search and like all the organic stuff you have to scroll to find. All the ads are on the top. So um, that's the visibility that you need and you're going to want just to get your name out there. So as important as SEO is on the for the Google end of things here with your website, um, it's kind of like that quick get to the top of the search page. Um, and it's not going to take time to build it up. Maybe like we can get there if we have the right content and getting on the right keywords. And then just again, across the entire Google display network, you're basically a vast majority of the web. I mean, I'm on weather.com ESPN. Like I'm seeing Google ads cause there's placements on all these sites cause they're part of the Google display network to where that visibility is there. I mean, I'm a big food guy, so I'm always seeing like the, the Domino's and the Olive Garden ads across those websites, but like that they're staying top of mind. I'm going to still see like the more local brand ones there too, where I might not have heard, but because I'm in those food buckets, I'm seeing ads for like these local restaurants that I may not have never ever heard of. And so with that ad, now you know, and now I'm going to go check them out. I'm, I'm going to go look them up. I'm going to, if it's like something I can drive by, I'll, I'll drive past it just to see what it's looking like. I'll go inside just to get the vibe and the feel for the first time. And, it's definitely a good way to just kind of get in front of the people that you should be. So we're talking about like all these great things about PPC, like PPC is so great, but there are some downfalls to PPC. So let's talk about that. Yeah. I mean, at the end of the day, obviously you are spending the money to actually like get these results. So like you're not going to get results on every click that you have. So off the bat, you might have certain clients who are in like kind of these niche industries or verticals and it's very specific audiences and like you don't even know an exact demo it's kind of just more of like 
the people interested in your stuff are going to fit this, but like not everyone in this bucket is necessarily like it's not a perfect science, especially when you're targeting certain personas. And every time your ad does get clicked, you're spending money. So at the end of the day, if you're going to be e-commerce related to where you're bringing in money, it's very clear cut. You spent this, you got this. And to be frank, there's going to be times where you're not going to get the return that you put into it on certain certain cases. I mean, obviously, we have plenty of success stories, but there also are going to be times where you're not going to. So that that's certainly going to be one of them. And that's one reason some people will hesitate. It's like, all right, we're going to put five grand into these ads this month. So what do we want to get back? And you're not always going to get the results back that you want for that amount of money. It's just it's going to vary case by case. Yeah, yeah, I think I think the biggest thing is that learning experience in the beginning. So hopefully you're doing your ads uh, with someone who's done them before, uh, maybe for your your target market yep. or in your field or, or, you know, sold a similar product in the past, because there are a lot of things that you learn um, through trial and error in, in the PPC stuff. So, you know, if we sold kitchenware in the past, we might know to not use this platform or might yep. use, not use this kind of ad because in the past results have not been there. And so we don't, we don't tend to use those strategies again if they didn't work in the past. But it's also to say that, um, you know, sometimes something that didn't work for one person can work for another and they could be in the similar kind of market. So it, it depends. There's a lot of things that happen. And then sometimes, you know, it, it's not just the PPC side. It's also the product or the service has to be of quality yep you know um, I can send people to to your location or I can send people to your website or I can send people uh, you know all, all over the place wherever you want me to send them to but if you're not doing your job on the other end of like actually closing that sale or actually providing that customer with the product that they were looking for a quality product or a service quality service that they were looking for then it, it's, it's really all for nothing you know um, but I, I think the, the 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 biggest thing is do your ads with someone who's done stuff in the past, maybe like a company who's already been doing this for a couple of years, like our company or, or a similar company, um, because you do learn a lot through trial and error. And then we take that um, and, you know, we move forward with different clients and, uh, you know, we just learn from learn from trying, really. Yeah, there's there's a, definitely a lot of testing that goes on in the paid side because, A, it's always evolving. Um, with Google, it's like just if you launch a new campaign, you have no historical data, you're relying on Google to kind of like build some of that up. They're kind of targeting certain personas of when to show the ads, when not to. So that initial launch, you might not see the conversions flow through right off the bat because Google's still trying to learn itself in terms of, hey, you're trying to target this persona. But even within that persona, there's probably a sub persona that Google's trying to get to. And it's going to take them time to learn which people should be in that sub persona in a sense to where um, the results for certain campaigns, especially like on the display side for Google, they take a little bit longer to actually generate the results that you're looking for. Do you think that people feel some type of way with like these targeted ads? Oh yeah. I mean that it's just the whole thing where like there's a good portion of people who like, they feel like obviously the whole privacy issue comes into play. Um, Obviously Facebook had the whole issue with the, selling of data they've obviously christian mentioned this before where they they've cut back significantly on on the stuff that we can kind of work with as a result but i mean i'm starting to see they're they're trying to get some workarounds with that doing kind of their own on facebook kind of like questionnaires almost where you click those it's now facebook's data 
they can use it. So. so I feel like sometimes you even just like, you don't even search something. You just like mention it or you think about it. And then it's an ad and you're like, oh my gosh. It's always weird when you think it. They're listening to me. How yeah, do they do it? When you think it and you see the ad, I honestly don't know how that works because that happens to me. I literally was thinking about White Castle the other day and I saw an ad for White Castle. <laughs> All right, I hate to cut you guys off, but we need to take a short break. So we'll be back after this. about White Castle like I don't know why I know so much about White Castle like they are from Kansas originally but they do not have a restaurant in Kansas anymore they are mainly on the east coast and midwest they are opening a new one set I think for September 2019 in Arizona Solid. they are stationed <laughs> in Columbus Ohio they have approximately 377 restaurants um, I love how yes. you know all this. <laughs> Their net worth, I believe, is like $1.5 million per year. <laughs> They're family-owned. They were created in 1921. <laughs> uh, there are sliders. They have a lot of combos if you want. Slider with cheese. Always the go-to, but now I can't eat it because there's a lot of gluten in it. So anyway. <laughs> if anyone from White Castle is listening and they want to send us some, I, I know, but I, I was, you know, speaking of White Castle, I do get a lot of their targeted ads. Same. So same. I, I understand PPC now. So yes. thank you so much, <laughs> Ken and Christian, for coming and talking to me today about PPC and about White Castle. Of course. <laughs> this is Geek Speak signing off. Peace.